0: Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Entrepreneurish. This week we're gonna talk about something that's just a little uncomfortable. So I'm gonna be a little hard on you this week. And I just wanna be clear and upfront that I'm telling you this out of love. So please don't hate me. But you are not perfect. I know. Like, I know, it's stupid super super hard to hear um it's hard to feel and it's even harder to accept but this has to be said and you have to hear it and we're all works in progress so it's okay um but the minute that we say that we're not and that we are perfect we are no longer being true leaders and so we have to address this and it's fine again you are not alone hearing that i have flaws and shortcomings was super hard for me it was very very hard for me um I take all that sadness that I felt from that person telling me that I had something to work on and I would turn it around and I would start pointing the finger back at them and I'd start saying well you have flaws too and uh it's not my fault that I have these flaws it's Uh, society or the fact that I'm black or a woman or something like that. Like I would always turn around. I would never just sit there and listen to that person and cope with the fact that somebody was trying to just show me some place where I could grow. And as a leader, the spotlight is always going to be on you and people are 100% going to see your flaws. They are going to see them. They're also going to point them out to you and loudly, and in your face, and probably at the most inconvenient times, but this is why we need ways to cope with this when this happens, so we could be our greatest selves. So if you are ready to learn how to cope when somebody points out your flaws, please stay tuned. So today, we are going to start the story. Um, this is a true story, but when I graduated from college, my second job was interning at this elementary school fundraiser startup. I worked under the director of leadership, and I was a content creator. It was honestly the coolest job ever to have at 21. Um, I rode a scooter through my office. Um, Everybody around me was in their early to late 20s. Everybody was working towards the same goal. We had this like diehard CEO who like taught us how to create good habits and stuff like that. It was a great experience to have, especially at that age. And my like core job of my internship was to teach the other 20-somethings how to become a leader. Um, and honestly, it taught me that I didn't know shit about being a leader. So they discovered that pretty quickly and first gave me like this list of books. So after reading 20 or so books on leadership, um, it was time for me to design classes for the new hires to take during their training to help them become a leader. Here's what I learned. Basically leaders lead by example, empower their team, and we're always learning so okay I tried it Um, I started working out because first of all not a single person at the entire company was overweight at all and here I was with all of my thickness in this office (laughs) so I lost I started losing weight Um, I started dressing like somebody I wanted to be because even though it was a laid-back office and road scooters and stuff like that everyone dressed fairly well as if they were about to go meet a client And this was something that really resonated with me and something I took on. And then I read all the time and I asked questions to anybody who would answer them Um, because I realized that the people who were getting ahead were the people who asked the most questions, volunteered for the most things, read the most books in in their free time. So I did this. After nine months of improving myself, I go into my office to meet with my boss Thinking um, I'm going to hear some really great news. And I find out that they are not going to take me full time. Um, this was a year long internship. And after nine months of thinking I was really, really improving, um, they told me I was not getting a the job. Um, they said that I was doing well, but that another team member was just outperforming me. It was this really young white guy who was honestly the kindest person in the entire world. And he, had, he was the top salesman in his department before he moved to the home office. And my boss just loved him. My boss even made sure that I shared an office with him so I could learn from him and kind of catch up. But I just still did not make the cut. When I say I cry for a month, I really mean it. Like, I... I cried for a month. Um, I blamed everything on the fact that I was too poor to buy the clothes that they had. Or I wasn't white enough to re- represent the company. Or I wasn't fit enough to represent the company. Or I just didn't fit in. Or these people just really couldn't see how great of a person I was. They were going to miss out on the biggest talent that they had ever seen. And basically anything else that I could come up with. But I never... like. Ever, ever, and honestly, looking back on this, this is crazy. But I never really asked them why I didn't get the job. And if I did ask them why I got the job, and literally went in one ear and out the other, because I don't remember. But looking back, this was a sales job, this was a sales company, and I had zero sales experience. And I also wasn't trying to get any, all I wanted to do was empower people, but empower them to do what? I didn't know how to sell anything, so emp- what was I really teaching them at the end of the day um they even were really honestly trying to help me they offered um me a job in the field so that I could go get sales experience and then they said that they would even hold a position open for me if I had just done a year in the field got the sales experience that I could come back and I could try again But I turned them down I was like no way why would I go from the home office to the field? Why would I lower myself? Why would I take the time to learn? You should want me now. I want this job now. This I'm already in the place that I want to be. Why aren't you accepting me? And so, I just soaked around that office for the next 3 months. Like I literally complained to every single person who would sit down and listen for a second. I didn't do anything else in my job. I started coming in late. And I also didn't do anything after the internship was done. I didn't get anybody's number. I barely said goodbye. I didn't go to the after parties. Um, I didn't even find these people on LinkedIn. I just walked away because I really just couldn't believe that they said that I needed to improve. How dare they? How dare they say I needed to improve? And um, I just kind of want to ask you guys, how many of you guys have been in this situation? Or something similar where somebody is really lovingly reaching out to you and saying that there's some things that you could change and you just can't believe that they would even say that to you. That They would even point out that flaw that you have. We've all done it. And if you're sitting there and you're saying that you haven't, call a good friend or call a family member. And I'm sure they will tell you a million times that you've done this and also tell you that you're still doing it okay? This is something we all do. So how do we improve or even get our ears open to constructive criticism? Well, first, we have to look in the mirror. Um, For me, it started with journaling. And like I said, in my first episode of this season of Entrepreneurish, writing down my thoughts, feelings, and actions really showed me who I truly was. And in doing this, I was able to improve and show myself like, hey, there are actually places where you can improve in your life. And shining that light on myself kind of helped me realize that, okay, people might have some valid things to say about me. Okay. I, I, I have lost. <laughs> um, and second, um, the next thing that I did is I started to pay attention to all the hardships that kept coming up in my life. Um, So do the same thing. If you can't keep a job, if you can't stay faithful in your relationship, or if you just can't get a promotion no matter where you go, if you literally cannot sell a damn thing, and that's me, y'all. I have the hardest time selling me or products to other people still to this day. I never learned how to sell. <laughs> um, these are the areas that God is really trying to tell you that you need to grow in. And he's bringing you all these situations to give you an opportunity to learn that. And so he's going to keep throwing this at you. He's not going to stop until you learn. I promise you, you will lose every single freaking job to you sit down and you figure out why you lose every single freaking job. You are going to cheat in every single relationship until you realize why you cheat in every single relationship. If you can't sell something, you're going to continue to not sell something for eight years until you figure out why you can't sell anything. This is what you're going to do because this is something where you need to grow in order to achieve your dreams and you need to conquer this. So if you're feeling deja vu at any point in time, pause. Just simply pause. And ask yourself, what did I do last time that I was in the situation? Like, seriously. Go, oh man, last time I got fired, what happened? And just sit on that. And then I'm going to challenge you to do something crazy. Do the complete opposite. If the last time you quit because somebody told you that you needed to prove in an area, how about you stay You improve in that area and see what comes of that. If you're a cheater, I'm just using this example. But yeah, if you're a cheater, then try not cheating. I mean, I mean, honestly, it sounds like, oh, okay, what a crazy concept. But honestly, you haven't tried it yet because you're still doing it and you're experiencing this deja vu. So how about you sit there and you try doing the complete opposite is going to help you. Push through and see what happens if you take that route that you never took before. And then third, find the word or feeling that comes every time this situation happens and make it your trigger word or feeling. So for me, the word is later. This is my trigger word. I'll learn how to do sales later. Um, I'll get to that project later. I'll post my podcast later. I'll listen to that book later. Um, later literally means nothing. (laughs) It's literally a word that I use to get out of something. It's my loophole because whether I do it in five minutes or in 30 years, I did it later. So now every time I say later, I have to stop. Have to pause and then i have to put a time and date on this thing that i was gonna do because and honestly if i really have nothing else to do then the time is now if there's nothing blocking me from doing it why can't i do it now if Oh, okay, I am busy. When am I not going to be busy? In about three hours? Okay. Well, then that's the time and date. If I'm busy the whole time until literally schedule it in your life, make this a permanent time and date. And so then I tell somebody. So now I'm an accountability partner. Now somebody's staring me in the face, watching me eat snacks while I'm watching TV. And I said I was going to go work out. Now they're like, hey, didn't you say you were going to work out? And now I'm sitting there, I look stupid, crumbs all over my face, because I said I was going to do something and just didn't do it. And honestly, even that thought lately has been pushing me to do something. And honestly, I don't want anybody to bother me. Like, it's not your business. I didn't work out today. Well, then you shouldn't have said that you were going to work out you know what i'm saying like mate like seriously be true and honest to yourself and if you did say you were going to work out because you know it's going to be something that is good for you then you need to do it why are you not doing the thing that you know that you should be doing at this time so honestly that doing it and having proof that I've already done it cuts that whole embarrassing anxiety feeling that I can't stand and then I can confidently stand there and say yes I did do it here's my proof and so now that you've heard somebody point out your flaw and you had the time to see that this is a flaw that you pointed out to yourself and you have taken the time to pause Because you've been in this place before. You've seen this problem pop up a few times in your life. And now you have a trigger word for it. And that trigger word has come up. Now you can improve. And now you are leading by example. And now other people are watching you do what you said you were going to do. And it actually makes them to do what they said that they were going to do so now you just empowered your team to do the exact same thing which is hold themselves to a standard and then this also displays that you are always learning and look at that now you're a leader just like that and all you had to do was sit down and improve yourself and I honestly, through all of my books and seminars and all these things that I have paid for, that's really all being a leader is about is just consistently and like fluently always doing what you said you were going to do and always improving yourself because then people see the blessings that came on your life. And then they want to be like you. So you're empowering them to do the same. And then they're going to learn how to do it. And by teaching other people and always improving yourself, you're always learning. So like I said, that is how you're going to be a leader. And now y'all know I have a verse for (laughs) y'all. And today is 1 Timothy 4, verse 16. And it says, focus on working on your own development and on what you teach if you do this you will save yourself and those who hear you and boom so it is written seriously Um, we are only here on this earth for a very short amount of time and while we're here our job is to improve ourselves it's not to think that we are perfect it is to constantly learn and by doing so show others what it looks like when you learn the blessings that come upon you when you learn and you hold yourself to a high standard. So today I'm going to pray for you guys and please pray with me. God, thank you so much for all that you have done for me today and tomorrow and everything in the future. Um, I appreciate every single person that's listening to this podcast. Thank you for showing us the best way to lead is through us improving ourselves. Please give us the wisdom to know when someone is urging us to improve out of love and the strength to listen to them and begin our journey of change. Amen. So I'm going to challenge you guys for this week, for the next seven days, remember that to be a leader You just need to develop yourself. And while you're developing yourself, please be kind to yourselves. Please speak good things into yourself and good things into the people who are around you. Because you are a gift and you deserve to be handled with care. Alright y'all, peace and abundance to you all. I'll see you guys next week. Bye!